Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Friends, we recorded episode eight a few days ago, but we are posting it in the wee hours of election night here in America. We know that many of you are feeling scared, sad, and alone. So are we. In response to some of those feelings, we wanted to share a quote from season four, episode one, The Freshman. When it's dark and I'm all alone and I'm scared or freaked out or whatever, I always think, what would Buffy do? I think we all know what Buffy would do. She would gather her friends close, and she would fight. And we all know Buffy. We all know her friends. Together they never stop fighting. Together they hold each other up. And together, no matter how long it takes, they win. And so will we. Welcome to Buffering the Vampire Slayer, a podcast where we're watching and discussing every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer one by one. I'm Jenny Owen Youngs. And I am Kristen Russo. And this week we are discussing season one, episode eight, I Robot, You Jane. <laughs> what a title. <laughs> no Before, Jane. Yeah, no Jane. I get it. It's a metaphorical Jane, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like maybe they could have. <laughs> Whatever. No judgment. No judgment here. Stay tuned at the end of this episode and every episode for our original recap song that will tell you what happened in the episode after we're done talking about what happened on the episode. (laughs) Um, Before we jump into today's discussion, we want to talk about something from last week, which is that we made a comment about the reference Darla made to Quiche um, when talking about what Angel kept in his fridge and we were like why quiche that doesn't and somebody um denise p wrote into us and said hey there just wanted to give an explanation of darla's remark that angel wasn't exactly eating quiche i suspect that this is a reference to an 80s meme real men don't eat quiche you there was a book you can see the cover on amazon it was a huge meme for many years after the book came out Joss certainly would have known it, and it gives the line more meaning. Darla is basically implying that Angel is emasculating himself by trying to subsist on, quote, canned food instead of good, fresh, manly red blood. Hope that helps, and there's your insert point for something about the patriarchy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Denise. Thank you, Denise. This is amazing. I feel smarter already. What knowledge that that we walk with, and I promise you we will still say patriarchy again. So today we are discussing, as we mentioned, Season 1, Episode 8, I, Robot, You, Jane. This episode originally aired on April 28, 1997, and was directed by Stephen Posey and written by Ashley Gable and Thomas A. Swindon. There's um, somebody here with us today. Yeah, there's... Who was something. Possibly alive in 1997. I was. I was in... (laughs) Third grade. Oh, wow. grade. All right. That's not like that's that a, far no. behind. That's a semblance Us. of a person. Third yeah. grade. You had opinions. Third, 
third grade, second grade, something like that. (laughs) It can't be debated. Gabby Dunn is both a person and here with us today. (laughs) You may know her from Just Between Us, which is a hilarious thing that happens on YouTube. Some of it is scripted. Some of it is not. Mm -hmm. It's great. Also, Gabby hosts a new podcast that is fucking fantastic. It is called (laughs) Bad With Money. Hello, Gabby. Welcome, Gabby. You did such a good job. Thank you so first, much. You really take. saw the whole thing. You yeah. saw the fear, the execution. Yeah, for, now- for those of you listening at home, Jenny <laughs> was hiding behind her own hand while she was doing the introduction, which I enjoyed. Yeah, it was like it was like Jim Morrison from The Doors, like facing away, you know? <laughs> like he can't look at the audience while he performs. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. right it's like that. I mean, good for you. It's it's very like it's all the legends do it. So. Ah, <laughs> just Jenny Young, legendary. And you, legendary, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I'd like to start by saying that um, Gabby, understanding the passion that goes into this podcast and our Buffy-loving wore a mm-hmm. Sunnydale High School shirt. Yes. Uh, I'm appreciated. My Sunnydale High School shirt. It's yeah. Really nice. It's like the H is on fire and what's happening with the fangs. two S's? The fangs. S's have fangs. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. The H, I assume, stands for Hellmouth. And that's the fire. Nice. I'm sorry, I didn't talk into I looked down at the fire. Yeah. That's why my voice sounds different. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, it's like a Hot Topic shirt. Is it really Is it really from Hot Topic? <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot well. of my clothing is from Hot Topic. <laughs> and so that has been that way since, like, I was 14. Yeah, I was going to say, you kept up with it. I haven't shopped at Hot Topic in a while. I shopped there in the 90s. It yeah, is yeah. weird now because everything is so mainstream. Like, nerd stuff is so mainstream that, like, Everything that they have there is so, like, just, it's, like, not the weird niche stuff that you used to get there, yeah. definitely. And I think they're, like, less goth and going more, like, nerd. Hmm. I don't know. I have a lot of complaints about the direction that Hot Topic has taken yeah. in the merchandise. But also, it was funny, like, after I first started doing YouTube stuff, I, like, went into a Hot Topic in Glendale, and the people behind the counter, like, flipped out and were so excited to meet me. And I was just like, yes, this is what 14-year-old me wanted, was right. to walk into a Hot Topic <laughs> and immediately be the most famous person in that hot topic <laughs> well everything's been achieved i'm gonna go home yeah because i mean hot topic in the 90s was a dark it was like a dark nobody there right? wanted to talk to me yeah i would like walk in and they'd be like okay <laughs> and now and now i'm the king of that hot yeah. topic uh-huh. So. Uh-huh. life goal thank you life goal met yeah, it's been great so gabby what is your relationship to buffy the vampire slayer um i really loved it I think I found out about it once was was gay. Oh, right. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I not allowed to say that? Uh, Do people know? I mean, I think everybody knows, but say it again a different way in case we decide to cut it out. I once really got into it once one of the characters came out. Uh, and, or as bi or gay or whatever they came out as. Uh, and so I, like, I think I had heard, because I was, like, so deeply closeted. And I think I, I had heard someone go, like, whoa, this person from Buffy, like, is, like, gay. And I was, like, whoa. And then I was, like, <laughs> I'm going to have to check that out. But, like, just, like, in this weird, like, like let me go look at some YouTube clips and make sure that, like, like I don't know what I thought I was doing. Like, let me make sure they're not up to anything bad. Like, what did <laughs> right, I, right. like, just this kind of, like, got to check on it and you were you were out already or you weren't so you were like yeah i was just being like that's crazy that they're doing that on tv let me see what they're doing like this very weird because i like knew about will and grace and like but that was so weirdly sanitized yeah like that was like my grandma's favorite show right right 
And uh, so I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, they have gay people on TV. And then I was like, what? (laughs) And so, but like not on like a CW or like a kid's show, WB, I guess, at the time. Like a kid's show. Was it WB? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, It was, yeah, still. Or UPN or WB. And then CW? I don't know. Or like UPN? It was UPN 9 before it I don't know. CW. There it's was an amazing, I do know there's like an amazing commercial from back then where it's like all the actors from mm. all the different shows in a room together and like the WB frog is like bouncing oh. around oh and God. all the actors are like hanging out. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, oh my God, like Buffy's sitting on a couch with like Dawson and like that kind of oh whatever. And you were like, that sounds amazing. Whoa, they all like know each other. <laughs> Yes, wow. they, know of each they know other. each other. But I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, well, we, you know, I feel like this timed out really well um, yeah. that you are on this episode of Buffering the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, you want to say why you wanted to have me on this? Yeah. Okay. yeah Jenny, why yeah. don't you talk about it? You love talking about this aspect <laughs> of, of Gabby's life. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, since we haven't said it yet, I'll say that this is the one where Willow oh, meets a right. boy on the internet and it turns out he's actually Moloch the Corrupter. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, who hasn't had that happen? Exactly. <laughs> you said, weren't you like, this is the first episode of Catfish? Yes. I yes. think this is Moloch, right. the original Catfish. The original yeah. Catfish. I would really love, like, I would really love some research on that. Is this the first episode of television that ever dealt with catfishing? It's got to be so. damn close. It must close. be, right? Yeah. yeah. Or so, there were, like, must have been epic comedies where it was like, I went and it, they didn't look like their photo. Right. And I wonder when that started. I mean, Miss Calendar in this episode has a quote where she, where she says to Giles, like, oh, you've been watching too many movies, like, about hackers and computers. So there must have I been. I wonder what, like, when did hackers come out, actually, is a great question. Uh, let me that, just, probably that you, year, actually, right? Oh, I loved that movie. Talking about <laughs> things you watch when you don't know that you're yet I gay. Know. I was like, gee, I love this movie. Don't know why. Uh, 1995, hackers came oh, out. Okay, so. so. It was in the zeitgeist. Yeah. Yeah, nice use of the word zeitgeist, Thank you. Gabby. <laughs> Thank you. So anyway, go, please, uh, please go ahead, Jenny. And, okay, so Gabby is a very famous, a self-identified very famous millennial. <laughs> <laughs> really tapped into the young people's yeah. digital culture. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I didn't, uh, uh, yeah, Jenny had to remind me that I did this because I did not recall <laughs> doing it at a social gathering where I was a little bit drunk and I apparently like danced up to you in a feather boa said I'm a very famous millennial and then danced away <laughs> yes it was I a perfect moment deny that I did that but also wow I wish you could remember it like I do yeah it <laughs> seems yeah just tuck it away in a little memory bank of yeah. like that's a good one to yeah. keep forever yeah mm. uh I mean I do a lot of internet shit but I like always I feel like I I was on live journal and I was like in middle school and high school and so like it never I think like people my age have like a weird experience of just having never not been on the internet yeah so the way that Mm. they were talking in this too about like like what I was like this is the when Buffy's typing and I was like oh this is the first time any of these actors had ever touched a computer totally (laughs) it's so weird and now you see Yeah, and now you see, like, babies with iPhones. Uh Oh, yeah. Every baby knows how to swipe Mm -hmm. and zoom. Mm -hmm. Swipe and zoom. Swipe and zoom. Just if if this episode was today, one of the characters would have been named, like, Swipe or Zoom instead of Fritz. (laughs) There was, was, like, a video I saw of a baby with a magazine, 
and the baby was like used to the iPad, so the baby kept trying to enlarge oh the photos See? of the magazine, oh and it wouldn't gosh. enlarge, and the baby was like, the fuck is this? Like, right. so frustrated. Well, I mean, but you, like, you bring up a good point, though. Like, the difference, the difference between us, like, mm-hmm. you, Gabby, and Jenny and I, generationally, or whatever, you, the, the span of time between us mm-hmm. is huge when it comes to talking about the internet. I know. Because we were, we were basically on the Buffy path. They're sophomores in 1997, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was a sophomore in 1995 to six. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. So, this was, like, totally weird. Yeah, yeah, the internet, like, I remember the internet happening and being like, what? And, like, we had one computer in my basement where, like, we could could go on, like, an AOL chat room. Yeah, well, we had that, but I was, like, nine when we had the AOL (laughs) chat rooms. Yeah. And then I think I was just a troll. I think I just like went into chat rooms and I remember a friend of mine and I would just go into, thought it was, we were like nine, thought it was the funniest thing ever to go into chat rooms and just Mm. moo. Oh my god! Just like be like moo and how long we could keep the O going oh. and to keep take up the whole so people would be like, I'm sure be like I'm lonely in my town and other people were like yes I hear you the correct <laughs> use of the internet and then I would just come in and just be like moo and it would be the whole page <laughs> like I, like I was like oh just a uh, troll not a malicious troll but right. just a troll right. just having fun with yeah. letters pushing other letters and then off people the were, like people were like ASL and me and my friend would be like let's make up the weirdest one like 75 female Alaska <laughs> like <laughs> somebody listening is like oh, how dare you I am my 75 Five in Alaska. Yes. Oh yeah, like it was. Oh, my girlfriend wasn't real. Like right. just so stupid. But there is. I mean, like my sister is five and a half years younger than I am, and I remember having an experience with her, like when I was in my teens, walking into her room, and she had a computer in her mm-hmm. room at that point, and she had her, she had the phone like wedged between her ear and her shoulder, and she had AIM. Up, yeah, and she was ta- having a conversation verbally while she was having a conversation. Yeah, and I was like, whoa, whoa. like her brain is different than mine like I also learned I also learned HTML like when I started applying to jobs after college and people were like older people were like do you know HTML we want someone who works here who knows HTML I would be like what do you mean like how to change the colors on the background of my like of my away message or <laughs> right, like, right. how to change the the colors or the look of my life. Like I was coding like yeah. I was like redoing my live journal with like code up and like just was like oh that's what you do like yeah, I had no idea that that was, and then I was like, ha I'll put that on my resume. I'm really gaming the system. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, so let's get, oh, before, Jenny, sorry. we've missed another thing. I just, no, 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 this is, this yeah. is all me. I just had a revelation while we were talking about Moloch being the original catfish and <laughs> chat rooms. Great. Um, when I was in like junior high uh, and early high school, I spent a lot of time in alternative music chat rooms. Uh-huh. And I think that I just realized that I was catfished. <gasps> What do you mean? Ooh. Like, some pieces just came together in my brain. There was this, like, one girl. Like, I made, like, friends, in air quotes, with mm-hmm. people uh, online. Right. In these chat rooms. Uh, you know, talking about Mazzy Star or whatever. <laughs> and there was this one particular girl that I had, like, a, a physical male correspondence with. Mm-hmm. Who sent me, like, a bunch of pictures of herself. But, like, she didn't look the same in every picture. <laughs> Ooh, which leads me to believe that like maybe this was just some person accumulating pictures of somebody like pictures of different people who kind of looked the same. Yes, definitely. Definitely. It's so creepy. Uh, It's so weird. Out of I made a lot of online friends and out of I would say out of like five, 
only one of them ended up being a, like a catfish. Like the other four, I like still follow them on Twitter now. And like I like know them and I like met them in real life and they were the same. Isn't that weird? But only but so like one out of five were catfishes. So yeah, probably, probably that's a great probably, average. Yeah, that's probably that's accurate a great average, ratio. right? I don't think we need to do any more science. Do you on have it. any? Do you have those photos? <laughs> oh God, I think I do. Somewhere. Really? Yeah, I think we I have do. to find her. Kristen, I'm so sorry. This is Jenny's soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> we need to find. Shit. We need to find Jenny's soulmate. Oh, this is a really pivotal episode <laughs> and that for me. Girl, it's like, and that girl grew up to be Beyonce. Like, <laughs> oh my it's, god! It's like, you know what I mean? She's hanging out in a in an alternate music oh chat my room. God. Should I? I mean, she probably would have been. And that Beyonce. girl was Katy Perry. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, we have a new detective, a new side podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Find, Jenny's, Find soulmate. Jenny's soulmate. I presume it's, yeah, it's probably someone wildly famous. Now. Yeah. I hope so. It'd be really good if Find Jenny's Soulmate is co hosted by you and your wife. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, shall we talk about this episode? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. I mean, it. I guess we have a little bit, but yeah. We'll get, in, we'll get into it. Yes. First up, Italy. First flashback. Yeah. That monk, according to the script, that monk's name is Thelonious. Yeah. Uh, oh, Thelonious is, monk. Yes. Guys. Ha! Joss Whedon, you did it again. God damn it, Joss oh Whedon. Anytime there's something like hidden and clever, I just like start screaming, Whedon! God damn it, you got me again. God, it's like, uh, this is, it's great that this is a podcast, but that moment of realization on your face, Gabby, would have been <laughs> really nice to have on video. Because like I'm a- like happy, but also like fuck yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> also I believe I was doing a, I love doing a bit of like imagining the actors getting the part so I was like doing this bit being like guys I booked it uh, you don't see my face at all and I only I have to speak Italian uh, they were like they called my agent and they were like do you have someone fugly and also who is fluent in Italian oh that agent was so excited that day like, they were three, like I do okay, guys three different people who were fluent in Italian and looking for work in LA got work that day. Yeah. God, I probably all laughed about it later. Yeah. And then got sad when they realized that would be one of their oh, only are calls. You, are you speaking Italian? I'm just repeating things from the Olive Garden menu. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we, we deduced that they were speaking real Italian because Jenny heard Amore. So we said... Yeah, and it lined up with be... love in the subtitles. Right, so must be legit. The demon played by Stanley Tucci in one of his first roles. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this flashback is pretty special for a lot of reasons. Uh, we see Malik uh, in his ori- to be loved. original form, right? We learn that he wants to be loved. <clears throat> we learn that he gets trapped in a book. And then, of course, we go right from from the books in the uh, ancient times to, to the library. The library, Buffy opens it, and then they're all in computer class. They're putting computers in the library to try to like get the books into the computers yeah to digitize miss calendar's there uh, uh welcome yeah. welcome yeah. miss calendar mm-hmm. she's so pretty she is very pretty uh it's horrible uh and then <laughs> like willow's on the computer and then xander and buffy are just like ugh, nerds yeah yeah and then <laughs> more and, and more it's it stuck out then but even sticks out now buffy is so hot and xander and willow are so nerdy that it's like very much like I don't under... What is happening? Well, actually, we talked about this a little bit last week because I read this article. There was an article in the New York Times that came out, like, right around now, or right around now, right around when this episode aired, um, that talked about how, like, Buffy's otherness 
drew her to befriend like some of the nerds oh. in the high school that like essentially Buffy if she wasn't the Slayer would have been Cordelia. Cordelia. Yeah, I think that's the point of the Cordelia character. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's sort of like, you know how like Draco Malfoy is like, join my side, the beginning, and Harry Potter's like, no. Yeah. He could have very easily been Draco yeah, Malfoy. Exactly. Oh my God, because Willow is Hermione and Xander's <gasps> totally wrong. Obviously. Obviously. Oh yeah, 100%. Oh, it's not even, yeah. Exactly. Does that make Giles Dumbledore? Uh, or McGonagall? Giles oh. is McGonagall, I think. Yeah. But it's also like, that, like, when Hermione, I wrote, like, a whole thing. At the, when the book ended, when the Harry Potter series ended, and they were like, and then Hermione and Ron got married. I, like, did a series of tweets that ended up, there was, like, someone wrote a New York Times article about the ending of the book and, like, quoted my tweets in it where I was just like, as if Hermione ends up with Ron. That is a queer lady living alone with a cat for sure. Like, what are you talking about? You know, I was like, there's no world in which, like, Hermione, like, men try to date Hermione and Hermione goes, oh, no, thank you for the rest of her right, life. Like, for sure. I'm just like, that's insane. But she's alone? She's not with or a lady she, or I, I was like, she takes many lovers and they never oh, get nice. to, and, yes. they, and that's it. And I like that. I like the cross-referencing of uh, nerd culture yeah. here. Which actually happens in this episode, not to skip ahead, but um, we have Buffy in the library later saying her spidey, oh, yeah, spidey sense, sense is tingling, nice. which is a fun. Yeah. Nice oh, so sorry. Keep going of things that are happening. Yeah. And, and so they're, so right. They're making fun of her for being into... Into computers. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. this is like sets up the like whole episode with this argument between Giles and oh, Miss Calendar. Calendar. Sparks yeah. are flying. Sparks. Where will they lead? Yeah. What do you want? He's old school. She's <laughs> new school. <laughs> that was the TV guide blurb. Yeah. He's forty. She's twenty five, and so attractive. Also, you guys. I mean, having been around since the dawn of the scanner, I don't remember scanners ever working like this with the wand. Like, no. They, right? Do you have to uh, put the book like a fax machine? Yeah. Down. Then, yeah. Oh, no, I think I remember the wand. Really? Yeah. I don't remember the Maybe wand. I just remember it from Buffy, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like I like so. it. It seemed to me an easier way to do I know, it. No, that would than, be great. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so I remember in second grade when we got a fax machine, and then I would fax my friend things back and forth. Do you guys ever do that? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think we were no. sending faxes. I would, like, draw and then fax it to my friend, and then she would draw and fax it back, and then my mom yelled at me for wasting paper. <laughs> oh, my God. And was it, like, the shiny paper? Yeah. Yeah, the shiny, and I the would be like, Jessalyn sent faxed me or whatever. <laughs> Jessalyn? Oh yeah, we should such sure, a we... young, such a young executive, Gabby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have to send some faxes. <laughs> my mom's uh, like, why are you wearing a blazer? Uh, <laughs> I have to send some faxes, mom. Just, just send some faxes and troll out on the internet. <laughs> that shiny paper is expensive, Gabrielle. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so this this you know pre credits we scan in some books. We learn that uh, Giles, she's scanning Moloch's book. She's scanning Moloch's book. Oh no! Um, and then Giles I, hates computers. Giles hates computers. Jenny or Miss Calendar. We don't know her first name yet. Miss Calendar uh, loves computers. And then the credits happen. And the thing that I want to talk about first after the credits is that <laughs> Buffy and Willow <laughs> go to Willow's locker, and Willow opens her locker, and on the inside of her locker is a picture of Willow and Giles. Yeah. <laughs> Just. And no, no other friends. No. Hasn't she known Xander for years? They've 
known each other, each other since childhood. And she has no photos of her and Xander. <laughs> Who made that decision? Who oh, made that an decision? An incredible set dresser. Uh, right. Oh, we forgot brilliant. also Moloch types, where am I? Oh, and yeah. Then it goes so, right. And then Willow is like, whoa, someone's talking to me. And then she comes in and she's happy because she's been talking to Moloch right. on the phone. But also on the computer. But also, <laughs> yeah, her her locker was very sparse. Yeah, just like a like a couple little bit not poster even like, things and like a photo of her and Giles that like maybe was taken like after Willow won the science fair. Like yes. it was a very like staunch wasn't like a we're buds photo. Right. Well that would be inappropriate. And had to have been taken within if the last any girl had a photo in her locker, <laughs> only photo in her locker was of her and her male teacher, who she weirdly hangs out with all, all the, the time, time and yeah. whispers and has secrets with. Yeah. Nobody's looking into that. Well, I think right. I think there would be some investigation. Although as we know about Sunnydale High School. They don't really investigate anything like, of no. any kind. Their ever. relationship was so inappropriate. I I kind of I bet there's like so much fan fiction of her and Giles. I bet like people yeah. were like, that's what it's gonna be. Totally. And then it wasn't. <sighs> totally. So anyway, right. So Willow is super psyched here because she has a boyfriend. Boyfriend, yeah. Malcolm. Who she met on the internet. On the World Wide Web. She's telling Buffy about it. Buffy is not impressed. No. She's like, what does he look like? And Will's like, doesn't matter what he looks like. Why yeah. are you so shallow? Where did you meet him? Online. Online? Online for what? For what? <laughs> <laughs> Some really good Incredible. late 90s internet jokes. And then instructs a sunglassed, becrimped. Ms. Calendar. The crimped. Yeah. Um, Gabby and then wrote I wrote Jenny's music. song for her. Yeah, do you which remember? Is just, yeah, it was like, cool teacher. <laughs> she shows up late and she's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> cool teacher. Uh, so, yeah, so that's our... Uh, she our... was like hungover. She's like holding coffee with sunglasses on, <laughs> like Definitely. coming in late. Like that yeah, teacher is putting on a movie. Like that teacher <laughs> <Yeah>. hung over. <laughs> She's the cool kid. She's the cool teacher in town. She was up late casting bones. Uh, and we, um, well, so right. So so catfishing really gets a discussion in this section. Like, Oh, yeah. We, How do you know what he looks like? He could be anyone. Right. Yeah. And later, like not much later, Xander is like, it could be what an, an elderly really Dutch, Dutch woman. woman. Yeah. Like, you know, there's this whole conversation but about But it's like a PSA. Can... Like all the dialogue is like a, a PSA. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the computer will get you. Yeah. And will destroy the world. You can't trust who you're talking to on yeah. the World Wide Web. Which, like, is tr- is true. But oh, also- my God. There was so many, like, my parents were, like, convinced that the people from the internet were, like, coming to our house to, like, kidnap me. Like, yeah. it was, like, a big thing. It was, like, a whole, like, don't give anyone your name. Don't give anyone your information. Yeah, because we were just learning it. And now we're all on the computer being, like, I don't know. Here's my address. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, yeah, so we learned about catfishing. We also see, um, so this is, like, where we see that um, they're being watched. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, on a on a webcam. On a webcam. Which my father still thinks is is like you need to put duct tape over the webcam. It's like, you know, I'm kind of with your dad. Like, yeah. I we don't do that, but I do, like, when we have, like, because uh, my desk is in our room, so mm-hmm. it's like at the foot of our bed. And like, yeah. when we're like getting into bed at night and the computer is there with the thing open, even when the green light isn't on, I'm still like, I mean. Yeah, my dad's like, we got to put duct tape over it. As no. if that, but I, he didn't like say, like, I went home and was like, what's that about? And he's like, oh, you obviously got to put duct tape over the computer. What are you doing? And I was like, okay. <laughs> But yeah, I love the I love the pixelation, which is mm-hmm. like I don't. Did they even consider it pixelation at the? T- you know what I mean? Like it was just yeah, that, that was just normal. Make it but... look like a computer, right? And they were like, <laughs> obviously, computers look like this. So Malik's like keeping track of Buffy to be like she's a problem. Yeah, 
keeping track and also kind of like, oh, Jenny, what? Sorry. Oh, I Jenny gas. I'm so sorry. I was just thinking about how we see Fritz, be- which, by the way, his name, oh, my God, Fritz. Fritz. Oh, my God. On the Fritz. On the Fritz. Um, oh, is all like, that's funny. Yeah. He's just like staring into the computer, programming or whatever he's doing. And Jenny Callender is like, mm, you've been clocking some crazy hours. Oh, yeah. Whatever. And he's like, new project. And he's all, you know, dead, whatever. It just reminded me that we did not take note of his part in the scan party where... Oh, my God. How we... We came on this tirade. Lord. About how if you're not jacked in, you're not alive. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, I forgot. The printed word is dead. And he started in with, obsolete. like, the written word is obsolete and dead. And if you're not jacked in, you're not alive. And I was like, same, 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 same. Yeah, yeah. Gabby was oh, like, this character is tag, based tag on me. Tag yourself. I'm Fritz. Like, just like, me, me, literally me. I definitely identify way more with Giles in this episode. Yeah, me too. Oh, cool. Me too. Sorry. That's why we had to have you here. We had to balance out the room. We're I too- literally, people now are like, are you watching Black Mirror? And I'm like, uh, like, but the show that's literally just like, technology is bad. Let's lecture at you. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Like, let me watch that on my Netflix that I can easily obtain in my home. Like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, so, so, I mean, obviously you love technology, use technology, whatever. But are you, you know, not to skip ahead, but we do it all the time. At the end, Giles has this moment where he's like, computers don't smell and books smell. And I know when Jenny and I were watching this episode, like, we were like, fuck, yeah. Like, I love to smell a book. I love to hold a book. What are your feelings on, like, like physical books versus digital, like, reading on a device? I like phys- – I, I read physical books. Like, I don't have a Kindle or anything like that. Right. Um, but I also, like, I just did this book of the month thing, and I read the book on my computer. It just got sent to me as, like, oh, a PDF. Oh, how? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how. Like, my eyes. I can't. Lower the brightness. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Uh, I, I do like physical copies of things, but – I don't know. I it it's also like I can bring the book. Like I was upset. Well, twofold. My computer died when I was reading it, and I couldn't. I was like traveling, so mm-hmm. I couldn't recharge it. So I couldn't finish the book. So that sucked. Right. But then also, I didn't have to pack a book in my backpack. Mm-hmm. Like it's twofold. Yeah, like, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, like when you go on tour, having a Kindle is really very important because you yeah, don't have yeah. to pack six hundred. You books. can have infinite. Like I don't. Uh, the whole demonizing of technology to me is like. You hate that, like... It's so convenient. I could reach out to my father right now and find right. out if he's okay. I don't have to write a fucking letter to the Pony Express and <laughs> he's already dead. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. or I can, like, FaceTime my nephew and actually, like, see him in New York. Whereas, like, I I would be like, hey, I, you're seven. Remember me? Like, right. I think it's, like, this weird thing of, like, technology is bad. I'm like, okay. But for, I mean, even for me, like, when I was a kid on LiveJournal... There was, I mean, you deal with this a lot in your work. Like, I would have literally killed myself if I had not had confirmation from LiveJournal that there were gay people Mm -hmm. out in the world happy. Yeah. Because in my head, I was like, well, I have no proof. And then once when I had LiveJournal, I could see people, like, people would write about their lives. So I could see people in real time. And I was like... I know for a fact that there is a lady in Boston who lives with her girlfriend. I know for a fact that there is a guy in Australia who is out and having like gay dating trials and tribulations. Like, and I was like, okay, that's my only knowledge that like things will be okay in the future. So, but if I was like trying to argue with an ex-boyfriend of mine who's old and I was like, what? (laughs) And I was like, I would have literally killed myself. And he was like, no, you wouldn't. You would have like gone to a concert and met some punk kids and been fine. And I was like, maybe. Maybe, right. He's like, that's what people did in the 80s and 90s. They just found the weirdos in their school and they were okay. And I was like, 
sort maybe, but yeah, also some, maybe not. Exactly, like some did, but it wasn't yeah. like it wasn't as readily available. Yeah, like when, the fact that the internet existed was like yeah, very what I don't know what the word is, life or death. Totally. Yeah. And I mean like even for like for my mom, I talk about this a lot that like when I came out to my mom, she would just like corner every lesbian she met. And, and <laughs> that was her only, you yeah. know? Yeah. The internet wasn't a thing yet. Like there weren't things that she could access to know what yeah. my life was going to look like. So yeah, a hundred. And I get made fun of a mm. lot for being a, like someone will be like, oh, what's that? Like, I don't know there that that song from this movie and I'll be like, oh, let's look it up. And then I'll look it up yeah. and people will be like, you're so quick to Google. And I'm like, yeah, because why are we wasting time? Like, I have all the information. Like, I don't... Yeah, sure. You guys are like a porn star shirt. I'm like, oh, let me find it. Like, I'll have immediately a reference for what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's convenient. No, that's so valuable. Yeah. That's totally valuable. It's just really, like, to me, the sort of, like, um, let's see, human animals are susceptible to going overboard, mm-hmm. extremes. Definitely. There's, like, uh, what's the deal? Dopamine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big um, time. So, like, there's a certain, there's just, like, it's so easy to, like, get addicted to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. For real. Like, I think it is. But I like convenience. An and addiction. Yeah. I like, I like the way that the world has been made smaller, which I feel like has paved the way for yes. higher visibility for queer people, yeah. which has paved the way for more rights for queer people. I'm yeah. super into that. Right. And that's the corner of the world we're talking about because it's the one that we, I know. Like, and it, all the people who write those TV episodes being like, technology's bad. I'm like, are you a white man? Oh, you are? Cool. Right. Like, it's always like. <laughs> Exactly. Some guy oh. who's like, I love books, though. And I'm like, she says that. She says that, yeah. She, Jennifer Calendar. Aren't you so, like, lucky that you have someone in the show that has your name? We and don't have and that. it's a hot someone. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We don't have that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is there no, ever no a Kristen, Gabby's or Kristen or a Gabrielle? Well. Maybe a Gabrielle. Not a Gabby. Gabrielle they always use for, like, some sort of, like, hot character like some sort of bad <laughs> it's, it's always like it's like the evil Angoria and desperate housewives like it's always some like fiery person gabrielle yeah mm. um but yeah right miss calendar has this incredible moment that was like a record scratch when jenny and i watched this through the first time and we were so excited to see it again with you gabby where she's like you know oh giles you want to keep everything in books that only white men can access yeah like Sorry, but my 1997 brain was not picking up on what was being put down in that moment. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah. now watching it again. Some shows had stuff. Like, there's this, there's, uh, I think the show, like, Recess or something, there was, like, someone, it resurfaced on Tumblr where they were showing screen caps where it was, like, a teacher character and it was supposed to, it's, like, drowned out in the background, like, the characters are talking, but you can kind of hear what the teacher is saying. Mm-hmm. And it's a female teacher. And, like, someone, like, did this closed captioning on what the teacher was saying and it's like the teacher being like we live in a patriarchal world and men are taking oh like blah blah, blah. and it's like from like when we were kid like 2000 or yeah. something but they just like you they were just like using it to be like this teacher is a crazy feminist or whatever but like not but it wasn't there was like no commentary on it or anything it was just like that's what the teacher's talking about right. but people were like whoa like recess was woke <laughs> like yeah. what is happening yeah like, it's like hidden and stuff god so yeah. and i think we just hit our moment uh, to say the patriarchy. I mean, that was oh, it. Yeah. You the really, patriarchy. The patriarchy. What we, happened? You say it every episode? You say it once every episode. <laughs> yeah. and, we just, and it worked itself naturally in. That's what um, I do on my YouTube channel, too. Do you? <laughs> sort of, yeah. It's Allison's impression of me. We did like a swap, and Allison's impression of me was like, hold on, patriarchy. Yeah. And she said it like four times. And then that's kind of stuck just, on the channel. You know, it's pervasive. What are you going to do? Yeah. 
So, right. So, okay. So, back to the episode. We have uh, Malik, and, and Malik is like, or Malcolm, I Malcolm. guess, is dropping these, like, seeds into Willow's brain of, like, Buffy, of course Buffy wouldn't approve. Really mm-hmm. pit, pitting Buffy against mm-hmm. Willow. Buffy mm-hmm. just makes trouble. I knew Buffy wouldn't understand. Right. And then Buffy knows something's up, right? And so, she's like, I'm going to go check this out. I'm going to follow. Who does she follow? She follows Dave. She follows Dave. Dave. Who, nice earring, Dave. Yeah, nice earring. And nice hairdo. Dave yeah. is like she doing asks, the Zach Morris. Yeah. Yeah. She asks Dave, like, is there any way to trace an E letter? An E letter. Oh, my God, an E letter. Yeah. And it is, I feel like it is so, it is almost sweet. You think that the episode might be just really sweet for a second. You think maybe Dave is Malcolm. And this demon thing is a separate issue. Right. But oh, no. I never thought Turns that. out, nope. Today's episode is brought to you by Regal Cinemas. If you're anything like me, you deeply enjoy going to the movies. Going to the movies is probably among my top three all-time activities. I love seeing films on the big screen. I also love being around other people who are watching the same movie with me at the same time. And of course, I love eating giant buckets of popcorn If you feel the same and you like going to the theater, Regal Unlimited is something that just makes sense. Regal Unlimited is the all-you-can-watch movie subscription pass. It pays for itself in two movie visits. You can see any standard 2D movie anytime, no blackout dates, no restrictions. When you want to watch a movie in 4DX or IMAX or RPX or ScreenX. There's so many ways to watch movies these days. Your Regal Unlimited membership gets you into those premium experiences at a reduced cost. And with Regal Unlimited, you don't only save money on the tickets. You will also save on your snacks. And as previously mentioned, I love snacks. The only thing that can make me love a snack more is saving money on buying a snack. Members get 10% off of all non-alcoholic concession items with membership. Regal Unlimited, all-you-can-watch movie subscription pass. It pays for itself in two visits. So if you're planning to see two movies this month, join Regal Unlimited and sign up now. You can sign up in the Regal app or on regmovies.com slash unlimited. Sign up for Regal Unlimited using code BUFFERING and earn 10% off your three-month subscription. Please let us know about all of the movies you see and how the popcorn is. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.
Um, but but luckily we do get to have Buffy follow Dave. Yeah, what do you? What's a good outfit for following somebody? I mean, I think you get a child's sunglasses (laughs) (laughs) and an overcoat, trench coat. (laughs) This is my. You know what? This might be a great moment for actually. Speaking of ridiculous clothing, maybe this is a good moment for uh, Kate to bring us the Buffy fashion watch. Yeah, come on, Kate. It's time for our friend Kate. Welcome back to Buffy Fashion Watch, and we have so much to talk about. This episode is the first extended um, introduction and really look at Jenny Callender, one of my greatest inspirations, a true hope for the world. (laughs) And in this episode, we really get to see what she's about, and what she's about is brown leather jackets. Um, I think she wears one in basically every single scene with various different shirts. Uh, and she has a lot of 70s patterns going on. But what I really, really enjoy is in one of the lab scenes, she's got on, uh, like, I mean, it's, it's a pretty basic sort of 70s pattern collared shirt like she does in a couple other scenes, but she also has crimped hair. I'm a sucker for crimped hair. I will always point out crimped hair. And it is so good. I love everything about her. I love everything that she does. I love her dangles. What do they mean? Where do they go? I have no idea. (laughs) Um, Cordelia is conspicuously absent from this episode as well. What a tragedy. But we do get really, really on point fuzzy sweater willow and thick tights willow and long soft hair willow. (laughs) And um, I do want to point out that both she and Buffy at various different points in this episode wear scrunchies. Um, Willow also wears a headband that matches her t-shirt, which is so adorable. Um, And then there's a tangent that I'm going to get into here. So there's definitely a trend in the first season of Buffy where they wear these kind of cheap iron-on shirts. It's like a white tank top with a design ironed on or like embossed into it. And I think that was probably a production money-saving technique. But then I got into these cats, right? Okay, so Buffy wears this shirt and it's got this design with this winking cat on it. And everyone knows this winking cat. I mean, everyone who was near a sticker machine in the 90s, anyone who saw a skateboard between like 1989 and 2000 saw this sparkly winking cat. And I was like, okay, where does this thing come from? And I looked into it and it is this design. So it was made by this guy, Greg Smith, as best as anyone can track it down. It was made by this guy, Greg Smith in the 1970s, and he didn't copyright it. And it was part of a series of different winking animals, but the cat like took off and a whole bunch of people copied it and reproduced it without any kind of credit or probably even knowing where it came from. Um, What I found really interesting is it was popularized by this brand Cosmic Debris, which is the same brand that makes Emily the Strange. So that was kind of interesting. And that's the original really streamlined kind of smooth version of the cat. But the cat that we see in this episode is more stylized. It has different edges. And basically what it is, is it's like a traced version that's a little chunkier. And I looked it up and I found that it's from this LA brand called Mantrap, which still makes shirts. They still exist on the internet. And they were basically made different because, I mean, I assume the owner was trying to avoid any kind of copyright problems because I found an interview where she was like, oh yeah, it's a different cat, but it totally isn't. It's the same cat. Um, So the moral of the story is that you should copyright everything that you ever draw. And it's really fascinating when you try and find out where things like that come from. Also, Buffy wears a crushed velour trench coat in this episode, and it is perfect. Until next time, I'll see you at the mall. That was our friend Kate. She gave you the Buffy fashion update.
Kate, thank you so much for that beautiful fashion update. Indeed. Um, okay, so we're, we're moving along then. We're, uh, you know, Buffy tracks uh, or whatever. Buffy detec- detectives uh, <laughs> that CRD is this place that they're going and something's up. And so she goes back to the library to report this to Giles. And, and Xander. And Xander. Knows something for once. Right. And we cut to, we cut to the scene where Willow is chatting with Malcolm, which I just want to oh. shout out here <laughs> because they don't, they're not just typing to each other. The computer is talking in this robotic voice uh-huh. and Willow's talking back to it. Out as loud. She, well, as she's, she's typing. typing, even though they're showing the typing anyway. Right. Which is not, is which is a, which is a very funny thing. A very weird, funny thing. I feel like in a, they had it without that and then an exec was like, put a voice in. Yeah. Do something here. Yeah. We're just hearing clickety clacks yeah. for two mm-hmm. minutes. <laughs> um, People right. don't like to read. <laughs> <laughs> and, then in, and then in the library, we find out that the pages are blank. That's like, that's the big reveal. Oh my God. And and we know, like, because I feel like as the viewer, you know what's happening in this episode well before oh, yeah. the Scooby gang figures it out. Yeah. But a lot of times we're kind of, like, with them. You know, like, we're finding out as they're, they're finding out. But this time we're like, duh, you duh, guys. come on. Like, we're way ahead <laughs> of you. Oh, we saw ancient Italy, like, at the beginning <laughs> of the episode. And also Xander's like, oh, yeah, I know what that industry's. Uh, I know what that is because my uncle was a janitor there and then I was like, oh, I forgot that Xander's white trash. Yeah, Aww. Xander has a... Yeah, we haven't learned... Actually, we haven't learned much about Xander's background. Really? Xander being working class is like the only interesting thing about yeah. him. Yeah. And this is like the first little... Like probably if you're watching this for the first time, you barely, barely notice that, but we we do get into Xander's mm-hmm, background mm-hmm. more as the episodes progress. Yeah. And we also see... I'm skipping ahead. I'm sorry. But we do, we do see Willow's room for the first time. Willow's house <laughs> and Willow's room, which is a fun thing. But um, but not to skip ahead because uh, because right. we're, we're coming we're coming on to um, where they find that the pages are blank and where Dave tells Buffy, "Hey, Willow is looking for you." I wanted to talk about this scene in the locker room for a second because I fucking love it it's like I love like classic horror and I love I love we have already talked about my love for Wes Craven on this podcast and this whole scene is like super classic yes between like the camera being down underneath the bench in the beginning Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the like green tiles and you Mm -hmm. hear the like the um faucet squeak Mm -hmm. as it turns and the shower is on it's just it's just so good on all counts very scream yeah, very Scream. I have something else to say about Scream when we get to the last shot Ooh. of the episode. Oh. Yeah, yeah, so keep listening. <laughs> First uh. your Scream tidbits. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just wanted to talk about the horror. You can, you, you all can talk about that. Oh, it's great, scene. but it's also bonkers because she like goes in <laughs> and walks in her boots to turn it off and is like, oh, there's a drought or whatever. Right. <laughs> Which like, whoa, relevant. Well, they're in Southern they California. They are in Cal- yeah. Yeah. That so plot she, point wouldn't have worked anywhere else. Yeah. Looking for Willow, she turns it off. And then the wire is touching the water. I feel like somebody was like, we need like scary real life action. Like it can't all just be taking place. Yeah, yeah. And technologically themed. Yeah. Like at all so she the... gets electrocuted and then just flies into the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which well, I... She jumps, I think, at the same time. That's how I justified it. Was that She's she... the slayer. One girl Gabby in the world. Gabby rolled her eyes. Okay. You can't she hear it. jump really far. She's <laughs> electrocuted and then like Dave is... Her, her shoes are smoking. Sad. Yeah, her shoes are smoking. Yeah. Dave is sad that he did it and doesn't want to do it and then she's like, I guess... Electrocuted, and then they're like, Jazz is like, oh man, if you weren't the Slayer, you would have died. Right from the electrocution. Uh-huh, right, uh-huh, and then uh-huh. and then he gives Buffy a cup of tea, which yeah, I, which I really like. And Buffy's like, 
How's my hair? How's my hair? Um, electrocuted. It's, it's not good. It's electrocuted. Oh, right. And then meanwhile, Dave is feeling horrible. Oh, Jenny. Right, right. No, no, no. I was going to the same place Go for as it. you. Dave's feeling horrible. Is like, yo, Moloch, Malcolm, I can't do this anymore. And then Moloch, once he realizes that like Dave is a lost cause, starts doing a Dave impression. Yeah. Suicide <laughs> note out loud. <laughs> And then the voice changed. The computer. Oh my god! Molly is very powerful. (laughs) I'm sorry, mom and dad. (laughs) And then Fritz is revealed to be in the background wearing, uh, I feel like the outfit that would sort of become uh, associated with like school violence for many years. The trench coat, long black leather trench coat. Totally. So that's like, yeah, and Neo from the Matrix and like that whole thing. So yeah, so I was saying earlier, he was like told the teacher, the teacher, like Jenny was like, Oh, you're gonna like you're you're doing a new project. That's so cool, and I'm gonna like it or whatever. And then he's like, "You'll die," which like I was like, "This is 1997, so students could say that in school without immediately being arrested because right. like it was pre-Columbine." Right. Yeah, right. So, like that, if a kid even like remotely said that, they would like a security guard would be there immediately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I wonder too, like as we get because was Columbine 99? Mm-hmm. Because you know, like the series will. I wonder if we'll see a shift at all in how like some of the school violence stuff is handled is in handled, the series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did Buffy ever do a school shooting episode? I don't. know. Can't say oh, for sure. Oh, Jenny knows. Still right. in season one. Yeah. Right. But I guess yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. find out. Because every show kind of <laughs> did. Like, after that, I think. But right, also, right, like, right. yeah, I also have so many theories that I've talked about on uh, other pod- other TV podcasts about TV changing after 9-11, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, You guys you're... will get to experience all of it. Yeah, we'll get to live, live <laughs> so through it one episode at a time. Some tumultuous times <laughs> in our nation's history. Yes. Um, I want to remember because we we like didn't really forget to do the sexual tension award last oh, episode, boy. but because the whole the, uh, Gabby the last episode was Angel, and it, the whole oh, episode was yeah. just sexual tension from yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. dawn till dusk. Um, Indeed. Whoa, good way to put that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so sexual tension. I have um, I, I have three in the running. Oh, who are your so nominees? Can, my nominees are Malcolm and Willow. Okay. Great. Malcolm and Fritz. Yes. Great. And Giles and Miss Calendar. Yeah. Those are those were the three that stuck out to me. Today. I feel like Willow and Malcolm have the least yeah. sexual attention of those of the... three pairings. Mm-hmm. I hate I'm I guess it's fine, but I don't I'm just I don't I'm not a fan of the uh like th- we're going to frame it as though they hate each other and then they really love each other yeah but she's not put upon he's put upon so I guess I'm fine with it but a lot of times in those in those situations <laughs> it's like the guy's a bad boy rogue and the girl is an uptight like c- career woman yeah. she needs to relax and then she just does what he wants and then that's compromised and then they're together yeah and I'm like that's weird and I so this is actually the, they're, fli- they're they flipping flipped it. it they gender reversed it yeah. I also hate like like a girl being like fuck off to a dude in a movie and then later it's like she just likes him and right. Like, sometimes when a lady says "fuck off," Wait, she what means are you supposed fuck to say? Somebody you like though, oh, yeah. right. not "fuck off." <laughs> right. Well, so like, I think they gender reversed it, so that's fine. But right. yes, yeah, there's a lot of sexual tension there. But I don't know if, if Giles has ever had, had sexual sex? tension with anyone ever. Yeah. Like, she's like a predator to him. Yeah. Yeah. She's <laughs> she going going for it. She's going for it. Yeah. She's, I'm oh, doing it. God. I'm skipping ahead because we're talking about sexual tension. Yeah. Please. The, there's a moment in the end of this episode Ooh. where Giles brings Miss Calendar yeah. 
her earring. And I really enjoyed watching this with you, Gabby, because Gabby was like, what is that? Where is it? What? Like <laughs> the whole time. And I kept being like, just what? Just they're going to, they'll talk about it. <laughs> what does she mean? I she thought doesn't. it was like a flash drive. Right. I was like, what? <laughs> oh my God. That would have been amazing if it was like an earring, but a flash drive. Ooh, like, yeah, a very, a very Jenny calendar earring. And then, <laughs> oh yeah. And then uh, she's like, it's an earring. And then she, he was like, you wear corkscrews in your ear? And then she was like, don't worry about where I wear it or whatever. Yeah. I don't wear it in my ear. <laughs> where does she wear where it? Where does she dangle it? Maybe we'll find out in a future episode. We won't find we out. We won't in a find out. Episode. We'll never know. And we're, also, we're if it wasn't in her ear, why was it out in the library? Yeah. yeah. And also, if it wasn't in her ear, where could it like comfortably dangle? Right? The Let's only thing I could think practical. was that it was like a belly button dangle. Because uh, because it is yeah, the nineties, right? And I know somebody else, at least one person in this room, who also had gross a belly button ring, really gross. You you would think, wouldn't you? I no. can't believe you would bring that up. I had an eyebrow here ring. in a public forum. This one, listen. Hey, I'm sorry. Podcast will reveal all your deepest. You had a belly button ring. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it was a dark time. What? It was it was a um Was it in the nineties? It was it was in the nineties and it was a piercing that I got like out of spite. I was visiting Florida, your favorite yep, state. That, you don't need to say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> when you cross the border into Florida, they give you a belly button ring. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I was like uh so what I was like eighteen and I was um dating somebody who was like nine years older than me, very I mean, whatever. Age is whatever, but like, nothing but a number. And, but we're at like spring break? Well, we were just like, oh, she's from Florida. So we were visiting Where? her Where parents. In Florida? Uh, Winter Park, I want to say. Okay, Orlando. Um, and and we had been like think we had been growing apart, you know, uh, and it was like getting like stickier. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was 19. And um, so she lived in in uh Orlando and like had for many years before she moved to New York and had like a lot of friends there and we were like staying with her parents and one day she was just like I'm going to hang out with my friend and then didn't come back for like two days great so me and her much younger half sister went and got like spite piercings nice uh, and that is what happened. That is otherwise, I don't think I ever would have gone down. The story down of Jenny's that <laughs> belly button ring. I just, it was a really good moment when I, I found had that friends, out. <laughs> oh, I had friends in high school that had belly button rings, and they would we would like go to the mall and like, change them out. Like it's a cherry. Now it's like a cell phone. Now it's, oh my like, god, you know no. like yeah. Wait, like, like they little, would have like charms dangling like off. No, yeah, a pair of dice. Like, no, but at, at least that backs up our suspicions that it could be. It was you could dang- dangle you can something. Dangle. You can dangle. I never dangled anything. Your belly button I'll in. say that much. Florida is, yeah, home of the belly button piercing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, New Jersey, not too far behind. Jennifer, fair, <laughs> fair. You know, you were you were raised in a state that was very fond of belly button rings. I think the other Florida, the other Florida, yeah, Atlantic yeah. City. Um. All right, so. Whatever. So we lose Dave. We've but lost Dave. Dave is Dave. killed. Suicided. Dave is killed. Moloch. I just want to briefly talk about the fact that Moloch appears pixelated <laughs> in the computer, which is a really great moment. <sighs> um, and then and then we go to Willow's house. We're another. Oh my god! A lot of amazing computer things happen here. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. We, we Moloch appears in the computer screen. Then Willow walks into her room, and her computer like 
is like, alive. you have mail. You have and mail. there's like a rotating mailbox. Yeah, Wait, which... there used to be a thing like where you could click on the mailbox, I think, right? Yeah, but not the, did it do that spinny thing? Did it do I a little dance? I don't think, I don't think so. so. It looked like a clip art thing. Like, I don't that know. That wasn't, yeah. anyway. Um, anyway. She clicks it. He's yeah. like, we need to meet now. She's like, Rrr. no yeah. thanks. And then chloroform party. Chloroform party. Fritz takes her. Fritz takes her. This is kind of a rough episode for like, I don't know, chloroform forced su- fake suicide there's just like a lot of, i mean i there's guess there's a lot. but it's like a person carrying out stuff on behalf of a demon which i don't think we've seen yet i think we've only seen like vampires and witches right. and stuff and we yes. also we have another vampireless episode another vampireless here. episode yeah but i feel like there's not i feel like i read something about there being very few they must all happen in the first season or something because it said that the vampireless like, ones had the lowest ratings yeah, yeah. of all the That episodes. makes sense. There's yeah. vampires in the title. Yeah, you got yeah, really yeah. to live you up. Are, yeah, it's like we're trying to give the people what they want. <laughs> <laughs> like why you tune in, you're like this isn't about vampires at all. Click. <laughs> Gone. Uh, but yeah, so right, Willow gets chloroformed, taken away. A uh, sweet Wikipedia note in the next scene yeah. where Giles is listening yes. to the radio and there's a radio announcer talking about a whole bunch of chaos that's occurring uh, around the globe we assume caused by Moloch being oh yeah because he could the launch the nuclear codes yes. and he could yes, yes, the yes. economy and right yes. all the things that we were afraid of in 1997 right. that radio announcer voice belongs to Joss Whedon which Super is cool. a lovely detail yeah Not, and uncredited right uncredited yeah it's, it's fun fun little trivia piece so like <sighs> Oh no! What, what what happened? No, I mean now now it's time for Giles and Ms. Calendar to have you the know talk. A come to Jesus talk. Yeah, about how there's a demon on the internet. Oh yeah! So he goes and is like, I don't know how to explain this to you, but and she, he's like, there's a demon on the internet, and she Han Solo's him with, I know. <laughs> <laughs> And then he's like, what? what? I thought you were just a normal lady in the house. <laughs> and then uh, they, they, then she's like, no, I'm like a something. And, and then he's like, you're a witch? And then she's like, oh, we prefer a techno-pagan. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, tag yourself. I'm the techno-pagan. <laughs> same, same. Yep. What did you, when, when you first got here today, you... You remember that she had a term for herself, but you thought it was cyber witch. Cyber witch. Cyber witch. <laughs> which is not too far off. But she actually, she actually says she doesn't have the powers of a witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she clarifies. She just, she's she not just a witch. Bones. She just believes in. Yeah, yes. she's just like a religious techno pagan. And think, which is literally like high school me would have been like, that's what I am. Like that's right. yup. Fill in your identity here, techno pagan. Yeah. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I was just like. I have, like, a, a story that I tell on, like, storytelling shows about, like, trying to do witchcraft on people that I had crushes on in middle school. You were a witch, too, in middle oh, school? Oh, yeah. Oh, Big witches time. unite. Big time. Wait, were you doing witchcraft on them to make them like you or witchcraft on them to, like, uh... No, to make them like vengeful. me. Vengeful, okay. Yeah, to make them like me. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but Did then it work? The short form, yes. The short term yes! version is, there was a kid I had a crush on, the story that I tell is a long story, but it, the, the short version is I had a crush on this kid in middle school I did a love spell on him and then I was like I guess it didn't work and then when I was a senior in high school I saw him again after I hadn't seen him in like years because he switched schools for high school and then we had sex (laughs) so (laughs) it worked the love spell was real yeah so you just waited wait so was it a love spell or a sex spell 
Ooh. I mean, it doesn't matter. I okay. won. <laughs> like, I stopped meddling won. in the details, sorry, sorry. Jenny. Like, sorry. my friend was like, do you even like this dude anymore? I was like, you don't understand. That's not the point. <laughs> this is The point is the witch spell was real. So I, like, tell this whole story and you, like, basically the punchline is, like, you think it's, like, this coming of age story. And then I'm like, so I guess what I learned is witchcraft is real, bitches. <laughs> Woo, we did it. Well, can you give us, like, is there a link that we can share with them uh, where they can hear oh, this God. whole story? I don't remember. I, I mean, you don't have, have to, to tell find. us now, but yeah, like, you can put I'll it out find on. it. I, it's like either written or I've told it on like some storytelling shows. Right. Well, if we yeah. if we find it, we'll on at Buffering Cast on Twitter. We'll share that so you can. Really funny because that guy is like married and lives in North Carolina and whatever. And I'm like, I'm like, should I like message him and be like, hey, so <laughs> to you in your mind, you're like, I was friends with this girl in middle school, and then I like ran into her again in high school, and we had sex. Weird. And I'm like. <laughs> Sir, there is so much more. <laughs> like, you don't even know. And I was like, is Sir, it worth it to just tell him? Like, so you were under a love spell for seven to eight years. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think he should I think he should know. I, was like, I, get, I guess you I have shouldn't. a right to know. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't tell right. him. Right. But but yeah, so then him live his life. Thank goodness uh, that thank goodness that you were a techno pagan, but thank goodness that yeah. Jenny Calendar is a techno pagan mm-hmm. because her, by her cat powers combined with Giles, they have this incredible moment. Meanwhile, right, like Willow's in danger. Mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. this whole eerily lit. I really like that too. This was another like horror movie kind of thing for mm-hmm. me with the computers the being lit up in red. Yeah, really yeah. nice, super spooky. Also. How great is it that like Willow is talking to Moloch the robot once he like reveals himself in his robot form mm-hmm. and is is like is not like this is crazy or like I'm not going to answer your questions but is like I don't love you and right. I will never love you. Right. They make it like a real breakup which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> but also I was saying like how funny that he's like I need uh, a robot form and they're like great and he's like I need it to look exactly <laughs> like my demon form and they're like cool cool what function will the horns have? None. Purely aesthetic. <laughs> I don't feel I feel naked yeah. if I do not have my horns. Yeah maybe he was getting a little like you know dysphoria without his true form he needed okay chill are the horns like made of metal or like do they have wires yeah they really they went all out he just draws like it needs to look like this and they're like uh okay Uh, a lot of this is like just like purely ornamental for for show like it's not like you know like your actual form would look no, no. It needs to look. Yeah, needs to look exactly how I look. And very, and very like Iron Man prototype ish too. Yeah. There's a little bit oh, of like yeah. Iron Man happening in the facial structure. Yeah, I the thought. eye shape and stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So and this this computer lab. So first of all, who are all these people? Is like that was the question I had. Like they're they're all, in thrall to Moloch. They're just so he just grabbed he just every nerd the in the neighborhood. He was like, I need some people with some lab coats. I need some people with some security uniforms. Yeah. I need some computer geeks in high school. Right. And got they, them together and this, to make him out of robot. Got yeah. Got them together to give him a corporeal form. And then there you go. And then something really fun about the computer lab is that part of this, their security system is like a gas that comes uh, out. Is that fun or something else? Well, right. I mean, ironically fun, <laughs> sarcastically fun. But like that's pretty. It's a pretty intense system that they have. Uh, yeah. To guard their. Yeah, it's all makes they're no sense. They're not fucking around. And that he's like wants. He's like I. Everyone can give me power, but Willow gave me like true form. Right. Like, what is your plan? Marry her? Right. Like, what? 
Hey. And would he? Because, right, like, like, what would have happened if Willow was like, oh, I do love you? Because that also yeah. could have been a tactic of hers, you know? I feel like it would have been like a Lenny of Mice and Men right. situation. Right, just <laughs> her so hard, he kills me. Yeah. <laughs> just mush her into a love pace. Yeah. He's like, what I need to do right. is, is marry this human teenager. Okay. <laughs> Your plan is not thought yeah. out. No, he didn't. He was too busy thinking about all those zeros and ones or something. Mm. Wasn't thinking about it. But then they all run in and try to save her. Yeah, this is this is real Scooby power here that's happening. With they're all together and they they. Oh, I forgot that she goes. How? What did you want to do by lying to me and pretend like you prove that you love me by lying to me and pretending that you're a human? And I was like, well, I've given that speech before. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! Yikes! Yeah. Pulled some lines from this one, Gabby. She's like, "At me next time." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, I love, I love. I'm, I, I mean, whatever. We've all watched the episode. We know what happens. Yeah. There's a spell that's being cast. Oh yeah. In between Giles and Miss Calendar, which, by the way, like it really would have helped if Miss Calendar had a little like QWERTY training here. Do you remember QWERTY? Oh, yeah. For a computer lab teacher, she's yes. a pretty slow she's typer. She's hunting and pecking on that quack, computer. Quack, quack, quack. Time is of the essence. Just type faster. I still type like that. Do you? Well, I type weird, I guess. I type like with like, I don't know, like just a pecking. Cup. Do you just also... type with your thumbs on a computer keyboard? Yeah, <laughs> you pick up thumb. the keyboard and hold it. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> I pick up like keyboard like that. I'm just like. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> Where's the screen? Uh, but I but the moment I love the moment that I that I really got like all Scooby feelings for was when you know B- Buffy is like I have an idea I'm gonna duck my head and your fist is gonna go into the thing and you're gonna short circuit whatever mm-hmm, because he gets bound mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the in the metal body and then they all run to the corner because they know that Moloch is like you know going to explode yeah and I just loved it so much they were all so sweet in the corner like taking care of each other holding themselves protecting themselves. I just really liked mm-hmm. it, you guys. That's all. I just had a sweet feeling. Wow. I liked when nothing deep here. I liked them like Willow uh, hitting him with the fire with the fire extinguisher. Oh my god! Yes, and being like, "I'm not. It's me. Your ex girlfriend." Yeah. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Like, uh, it's funny because I remember the tagline for Buffy. I think at least for season one was "High school is hell." Mm-hmm. Yes, which is like funny because I imagine the pitch was like. All the real problems of high school, but they're demons. Right. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this would have been, like, on 90210, an episode where, like, Willow is, like, you know, gets back at her, like, evil ex-boyfriend, but that ex-boyfriend is actually a demon. Yes. Great pitch. I would have bought this show. <laughs> right? I know. It's brilliant. Because yeah. you just get to throw out all the nonsense and yeah, get yeah, right yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Get right to it. So, yeah. So, they, they defeat... They defeat Moloch once mm-hmm. and for all, it seems, because he was bound, he was rebound in the body of Moloch, right? But then they killed, like, it doesn't seem like Moloch can get back out again. No, he's yeah. done. He's Dunzo. done. Um, here's something unsettling. Mm. Mm. Xander is wearing a shirt that I would like to own. Oh, my that God. That is the only time what that shirt? this happens, I think, in the whole series. He's wearing this, like, very reasonable, <laughs> button-down, Pendleton-looking oh. plaid thing nice. shirts what is the porn star shirt that you guys are talking about look like it's a t-shirt it's just yeah, it's a just white a t-shirt, t-shirt. It, it has like stripes right on either side of where it says porn star if his doesn't a lot of them did right porn because... star shirt 90s what am i not typing yeah <laughs> i mean be careful with that be careful with that google yeah. gabby 
Um, Hold on, I just need to reply also, to my friend Malcolm real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's silly. <laughs> I, I had, uh, speaking of like wardrobe things, I noticed this episode that um, in so many of the episodes, there are a lot of leather squeaks. Like that is a, se- oh, that is a definite yeah. sound effect that they oh, are yeah. using because Jenny Callender must have uh, something leather on in the last. Where? It's dangling. It's dang- where is it dangling from? Um but yeah, and then oh, so the scene that I wanted to talk about that I think I haven't I, I haven't had the time to look it up yet, but I am pretty obsessed with Wes Craven and Scream, so I think that I'm correct. Mm, yes. The last scene, um, Buffy, Willow, and Xander are sitting at the fountain, um, and it is like it triggered something in my brain to be like, this is identical to a scene that is in Scream, like the positioning of it, where the three of them, it's like uh, I. Th- think it's Rose McGowan and Great. then the two guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember their name. Matthew They're, Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Oh, and the other. Skeet Ulrich. Yes. Oh, nailed That's it, incredible. Jennifer. Um, yeah. So the three of them, I think, are sitting at the fountain. So I'm going to try to look it up and see if I'm right. Because I was like, this is the same. It's just like the framing. I, and you the talking feel, about it, I feel like, like I. Like the feel of it was like this. It was very it's eerily. It's the last this, scene of Scream. Not the last scene of Scream. It's it, or not the last scene, but a scene in Scream, like a oh. pivotal. There is like a round fountain, right? yeah, like at the high school. It must have been the same set. Yeah, it's right. High school. Like maybe I'm Wait, just like let me I, look. I have to look more into it because I just remember it so well. And like, there's something too about the sound of the fountain, the fountain going, and like the hyper brightness. It's like we were talking about. Like, yes. Oh yeah. Uh, the, the extreme brightness being... in the right, right, right in the yeah, pilot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so it's too sunny. And they have this moment that's like, you know, very, oh, well, ha, ha, ha. We just realized that we're doomed. We're doomed, I think, is the last Yeah, because I was thinking about this, that uh, that he was like, that she was like, oh, my first, like, boyfriend ended up being a demon. And I was like, didn't Xander just, like, almost fuck a caterpillar or whatever? Yeah, a caterpillar. Bring <laughs> <laughs> <Frank> Mantis. <laughs> yeah, they've all had, they've all had, at this point, they've all had a run-in with some kind of demonic, love, demonic love. Interest, love. Right? Yes, because. And then I'm, like, the weird person in the corner who's like, y'all should date each other. And then yeah. they're like, what? All three that? of you. <laughs> who said that? You guys, have you guys ever tried, like, a try-in? And then I'm just like, what? Who, who was that? You're sitting in the fountain. Yeah. I'm like dressed as the fountain, like hiding with my like hands up. Uh, but like, yeah. you guys ever heard of a polytriant? They're like, did the fountain say something? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just Gabby. It's just Gabby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, and then and then the credits like come up over the sound of the fountain mm-hmm. just leaving and you and Buffy's wearing those redonkulous sunglasses oh, oh my again. god right? I know Gabby screamed when that happened <laughs> she was like get those off your face it looks horrible <laughs> they're just so like I, I lived through this era I don't remember having gla- sunglasses yes, oh you had oh, terrible yeah. sunglasses small sunglasses uh, everyone yes. did you know they what I so small they just covered your eyeballs right <laughs> I did have I did have glasses that were like I remember my glasses being like oh, literally the size yes. of my eyeballs my Glasses progressively through time have gotten bigger. Yeah. Like I had like really small, like I found like old glasses from like like six years ago. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the fuck are these? (laughs) So small. And now I just have like these big red, like, yeah, as big as my face. If we could make them as big as my face, that would be good. Mm, Totally. And sunglasses, the same thing. Mm -hmm. But sunglasses now are back to being smaller. Because I just watched the pilot of The Hills, and those sunglasses were bug eyes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had some giant sunglasses so a couple weird. years ago. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, well, we oh, so we talked about the patriarchy. We hit sexual tension. 
We talked all about computers with our millennial friend. We yeah. couldn't talk about Cordelia because she wasn't in this episode. Oh, and what a she's loss. too hot to be catfished. Like, <laughs> she's doing the catfishing. Cordelia, yeah. Cordelia took one yeah. look at the, like, uh, sunglasses that were part of the costume wardrobe and was like, like not, not this one. Again. Not no. this time. Not this time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we did miss Cordelia. I'm sure she'll be back soon. God, I hope so. I, I hope so. Yeah, she'll be back. It's funny. In shows today now, it's like, this person's a nerd, and they're, like, so hot. But they, like, and, like, Alison Hannigan is beautiful. But they did a really good job of dressing her, like, very conservatively and, yeah. like, having a real juxtaposition between her and Buffy. Yeah. I think that I've read, too, that this changes, like, mid-season one or, like, after season one. Like, uh, network execs got involved and were like, Listen, it's a little too Sears. Can you do something better? And then, like, we'll That's see what we get. better in quotes That's means we get all for those poor Willow. Willow sweaters. Yes. Oh. <laughs> it was really special. Oh, Kate's going to have a blast when we get to uh, those outfits. That will be it's good times. Good. Well, Gabby, um, where can all of the wonderful people listening, like, where would you like them to go to find you? Where's the best place? Oh, you know, uh, or give us a few. YouTube.com slash Just Between Us Show. Uh, and Bad With Money is the podcast on Panoply, uh, which is a network. Uh, I was trying to be like, oh, you can find me in uh, ancient Italy uh, in, in a book. <laughs> and I just like open a book in like 17, 1700s Italy and like, I'll be there. <laughs> so any of those three places. Yeah. Uh, all wow. easily accessible to yeah. the to the layman. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Gabby, when we sign off, we usually um howl. So after oh, that's we funny. we're gonna tell we're gonna tell people where they can find us. Yeah, and then and then if you want to, you can join in on our wolf howl at the okay. end. That would be nice. Cool. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. I'm Jenny Owen Youngs, and when I'm not watching Buffy, I'm usually writing and recording songs. You can learn more about me at JennyOwenYoungs.com slash buffering, where I've put together a little playlist just for you guys of songs that I've written that aren't about Buffy. And you can also give me a shout on Twitter at Jenny Owen Youngs. I'm Kristen Russo, and you can find my personal chatter and feminist rants over on Twitter at Kristen Nolene. K-R-I-S-T-I-N-N-O-E-L-I-N-E. When I'm not podcasting, I work to bring advice, resources, and laughter to LGBTQ young people and their families over at everyoneisgay.com and mykidisgay.com. Buffering the Vampire Slayer is on Twitter at BufferingCast and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash BufferingCast. You can email us at BufferingTheVampireSlayer at gmail.com. And oh, how you have been doing that. Thank you. We have so many awesome notes. If it's taking us a minute to get back, don't worry, we're getting there. Mm -hmm. It is so great to hear from you all. Um, and I want to just say there are three awesome ways that you can support us. Uh, one, you can support us with your dollars over at bufferingthevampireslayer.com and clicking on donate. Uh, two, you can support us by donating your positive reviews over on iTunes. They are so helpful. Um, they help let other people know about the podcast and know that it's good and great and wonderful and all those, you know, affirming words. Um, and number three, you can tell people about our show. You can say, you know what? You what you need is to listen to Buffering the Vampire Slayer. It will make your life complete. All right. Wow. You have to say it. You I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay. Wow, this has been so special. Uh, until next time. Uh, we howled. Nice. And then I want the theme song to start. Comes a time. 
in the eye and say, hello, Ms. Calendar, scan what you must, but I don't have to like it. There comes a time in a willow's life when she meets a mysterious boy online, but something doesn't add up, so fetch my disguise. What's this that I'm detecting? There's a demon, there's a demon on the internet There's a demon, there's a demon on the internet He's ones and zeros, just like you'd expect There's a demon, there's a demon on the internet There's a demon, there's a demon on the internet There comes a time when the boy Willow met Is actually that demon from the internet Fucking Fritz is the worst and he tried to elect Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.